0: From the Carter Subaru
1: Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G Scott and Ursula Voite. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for listening to the G and Ursula Show. Ursula, how's your day today?
2: Uh, great. Yeah. Uh, it's been a feisty Tuesday. That's what I'm calling it today.
1: Feisty? Yes. Yeah. Uh, which one, nine o'clock or 10 o'clock? Which one was feisty? Nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah, was you know, feisty. when you. Uh, ended up toppling over
2: something that was in studio. I won't say it so you don't get in trouble. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I think you've calmed down since then. It's all good though. Yeah. It was all in the name of the
1: show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see. Text
2: us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line 888-973-5476 888-973 Cairo. Coming up at 1130 Mickey Gomez is going to join us. Could you
1: live without something for $10,000, if there's one yeah, thing for a month, you'd have to go without it
2: for a month. It's your phone. Could your you ph- live without your
1: phone? For a month. Yeah. And see, a lot of y'all going to say, of course, G can't live without his phone. But I'd argue to say there's actually one of us that can't live without their phone more than the other. And we'll discuss that one at 1130 <laughs> with Mickey Gomez. All right. Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Garden Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, <laughs> you just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. Following
3: that blown door on an Alaska Airlines flight, safety experts are warning parents that they should not keep infants or small children on their laps in flight, especially while the plane is taking off or landing. Pointing out that had that happened with a small child, they'd likely end up being sucked out of the plane. And, and gee, I mean, <laughs> I read this and I thought, okay, but then you'd have to buy them an extra ticket, which brings up the question. Should parents have to buy their little kids an extra ticket for them to fly on the airplane?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Feisty Tuesday. <laughs> Go for it.
1: Uh, yes, you should. It's dangerous. Why is it painful for you to say that? Because it's pretty ruthless. Because, I mean, look, to have a one, two-year-old and basically you're saying that you have to pay for that seat... Right. That's pretty ruthless. That's like that's a lot of money for a lot of people to be able to afford and I don't want to be on record in admitting something like that. But if you go technically how dangerous it is, right? Especially taking off and or landing, especially landing sometimes when you can get heavy turbulence sometimes that we've been on, you yep. go, oh jump yeah. It's dangerous for yeah. that little one to be on the lap.
2: Yeah, the the, the idea that they're gonna use this particular incident to warn parents of how dangerous it is for kids under the age of two to be uh, not secured in a seat. Okay, how often does this thing happen? I mean, it's...
3: Well, there's turbulence all the time there's on exactly, airplanes, right? Exactly, there's
2: turbulence, but this particular incident mm-hmm. where the door... Uh, the, the door plug? The door plug flew out. Um, Thankfully, knock on wood, that's still a rare occurrence. We're trying to keep yeah. it a, a rare occurrence. yeah. yeah. Uh, that all said... <clears throat> I traveled quite a bit when our kids were little and I felt a bit of guilt not get when when we wouldn't have a seat for them because Mm. it's not comfortable. If if there's anyone other than your family member next to you, it's not a comfortable thing, especially if you have a large two year old or not quite two year old, um, you know, and and uh, they're getting squirrely and you can't keep them confined to your lap.
1: Yeah. Can I? Can I ask this though? Yeah. What about the people that bought your seat? You're sitting in the middle, in the middle row. Yeah. And the person next to you has a, two-year-old I mean. on their lap. It's not. You're sitting there like, I got love for kids, but not your child. <laughs> <laughs> not
3: in this moment.
2: Yeah, and I, I hate to admit that I suddenly have clarity now that my kids aren't that age, uh-huh. but I mean, I I felt the guilt at that time and uh, uh, so I'm going to say that I, I think that it makes more sense to, to buy a seat for your child. Yeah. Um, for the safety reasons and also for for the, basically, the other passengers
1: around you. My good buddy Liz in Gig Harbor yeah. says, it's against the law to ride in a car with a child in your lap. Why, yeah. would, it, why would it be safer in a plane? That's exactly. true, because
3: planes don't crash all the time. I mean, if, if this was a real safety issue, in my mind as a parent... I'd be reading headlines all the time about how little kid got thrown up against you know, the bulkhead and hit their head when they hit a spot of turbulence. But the fact is, we don't hear about this happening all the time. And I understand, right? It's one thing if mom and dad are in the, the two-seat aisle with their kid by themselves. It's another thing if you got to sit next to Rick and Bob and Lisa, and you got a two year old in the in like that's yeah. sharing that whole row. Yeah. But here's the real problem, uh, Mima, Papa. If you want to see your grandkids, don't make Mom and Dad buy an extra airplane ticket because I can guarantee you one of the I'm serious one of the biggest factors in choosing where we go on vacation is how much it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you start paying for that extra airplane ticket it's not going to happen. You're not going to be having those visits from the grandkids. And The simple fact is, my one-year-old weighs 15 pounds. How many of us are carrying an extra 15 pounds on us? And If we're not going to make somebody who weighs, let's say, 300 pounds, and I'm not body shaming anyone, if we're not going to make someone who weighs 300 pounds buy an extra seat, why are we going to make somebody buy an extra seat for someone that weighs 10 pounds? question. Well,
1: now that now that was an argument,
3: right?
2: Yeah, here. that that Ooh-wee. was really good. That was.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, the natural counterpoint would be uh, my additional thirty pounds I'm carrying on my tummy right now. Isn't going to be crawling into your seat and all over you and kicking you and pulling your glasses well, off. Yeah, yeah,
2: that, that would be the other part. I, I just remember one of my sons uh, nursed for a long time, and one of the ways it was very soothing with, on the plane was to nurse. And I just remember his legs dangling. and I was thinking, this is not fair to the person next to me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair, but suck it up. Children oh are the future. We all have an investment in the <laughs> All right, let's move on by to By the way when
1: you yes. talk about grandparents, there's a lot of people that know uh-huh. what I'm talking about. There's a lot of grandparents that um have to bribe their children to come visit them anyway, so they're all they're already oh, paying yeah. for the Christmas Yeah, they're paying for the flight. I'll pay for you guys to come in town. Y'all listening, y'all know what I'm talking about. Maybe this past Christmas you yourself paid either half the ticket or you paid for the ticket for your uh, kids to come see you.
3: All right, moving on to the Washington State Legislature. Brand new one for you here, Ursula. So I'm going to come to you first, G. Should you have to be 25 years old to buy high-potency pot products in this state? There is a proposal that would raise the age limit. So if you want to buy anything that is 35% or above, I believe, in some of these products, like the resins, the oils, etc., the waxes, can be nearly 100% Mm -hmm. THC. Uh, gee, the reasoning for this is that uh, under the age of twenty-five, the higher potency product, pot product that you consume, the greater risk of psychosis and other mental affects. What say you?
1: Only if you make the same rule for alcohol. That's it, Ursula. That's all I got. I only uh, if you. If you got you, one if, sentence? That's it. Okay. You want to you want to raise the limit to twenty-five? Only you have to include alcohol too. Don't just include uh, marijuana sales.
2: Um, I'll do you one better. Mm. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> She's talking to me before the segment. I said, "You want me to bring the story up?" He's got one sentence. Ursula has one word.
1: Okay, my bad. Okay. On. okay, okay. My bad, my bad. Okay, for the sake of radio, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Yes.
2: Okay. Pot today is not the pot of yesteryear. Is it oh, yeah. Would correct? Would you agree with that? The, 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 it's a the, lot more potent. The, the, a
1: lot of people say it's potent. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot I, of folks I've that don't live in Washington. Asking used for to, a friend. Somebody used to have had a seeds in there. They used to have seeds and they go. Pot Pop in pop, that stuff now. It's getting a greenery out there, Ursula. Yes, so yes. making it at twenty-five years old—that is not a good thing to do. No, keep it at twenty-one. I think people can, you know, as an adult, make the decision to or for getting it or not. And if you're going to do that, make it on alcohol. I apologize for only have one sentence on this topic, <laughs> but this is something that is a no-brainer. Don't even try to make it. Uh, I don't think it's a no-brainer. Years. Actually, I don't.
3: Yeah. Okay, like, I, I, I th- on, th- like th- honestly. I, I you, wouldn't you call myself should?
1: a weed advocate by any
3: means. Um, um but no. N- not an expert either. But the like look man, how how strong of pot do you really need to give a kid? You know? <laughs> like do you really need 99% pure weed? Some do. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> no, I honestly don't think you, you do. Don't. I wouldn't mind if they pulled anything over 40% off of the shelves. Any any substance, the more you distill it, the more pure you make it, the, more, the stronger you make it, the more dangerous it becomes. There's a reason, G, why like most of us don't buy Everclear. It's really, really bad for us. It's awful. I mean, you can get absolutely hammered after just taking a couple sips, right? Why do we need 99% pure pot? It, oh. it makes no sense There's,
1: been, there's been no problems. Actually, there's been there's, 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 been, there's been, a been, been, been a massive problems. increase oh, whoa, whoa.
3: in the number of kids who are showing up in emergency rooms Psycho- with psychosis. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, psychosis,
2: and that is correct. And I okay, heard now that is- I heard that directly from an ER doctor at Seattle Children's okay, Hospital. Okay, okay, you guys want to go there? Let's, yeah, let's go. Do it. There.
1: Let's go there when has Heather Bosch, you or anybody come in here with a news report talking about how what THC has done on our roads, what THC has done with domestic violence? We directly have alcohol at the center of all of the problems. So I don't I don't understand this whole idea of trying to try to pin anything on marijuana use and we directly know okay. that alcohol is a problem so when please, i say
2: please if you work for state patrol or you're a police officer and tell, tell us if you've seen the effects of alcohol impact someone's behavior please tell us text us 888 973 5476 888 973 you say alcohol no uh you thc said- i oh, meant okay yeah you said alcohol. yeah the, you- sorry sorry um I think the the your point about alcohol is well taken. Alcohol is a big issue. So your point was, uh, if it's going to be raised to twenty five for pot, it should be raised to twenty five for alcohol.
1: I'm I'm going to be simple with it. How often do we get on our show in the four years we've been doing this and talk about marijuana use being a problem with the use? being real situations that are impacting our community?
2: We probably aren't uh, covering it enough, um, but I will say
1: about people driving under the influence, that is is an issue. How close is it to alcohol? We can, we, can, we can right now, we can get on Google right now and look at the amount of deaths. No, not, sit, even, not, not, even, not even close. Not even close. Mm-mm. So how come we're not talking about alcohol and buying alcohol and raising the limit to 25 oh, we've with We've talked that? about that because this was a different question for no, no, sure. no, but, but, but I started off with one sentence. Yeah. I said, if you guys want to do the marijuana... Let's start with alcohol first, because I believe alcohol is a bigger problem in our community. Then when you go specifically talking about the amount of THC and you not needing that, okay, I'm not a weed head. I shouldn't say weed head. That doesn't sound good. I'm not, I don't partake in marijuana, so I'm not going to really fight for it that way. But I will fight the hypocrisy that's centered around the discussion about marijuana. People demonize marijuana use more than alcohol. And that is the weirdest thing to me. That's weird. It is really weird. Why? Because the stigma that's behind marijuana as opposed to alcohol. When you go on a vacation, people show each other, oh, I'm on a beach with the Corona. You can't be on a beach with some weed.
3: All right, let's move on. To the University of Alabama, where a sophomore, his name's Nick Dunlap, he's 20 years old, just won the PGA Tour over the weekend. Million and a half in prize money that he can't collect because he's still technically an amateur athlete, uh, and he would not be able to compete in his college club if he collected the cash. Gee, is there any value in amateur athlete as a label anymore? Should we just let anyone... Who wants to get paid for playing their sports at whatever
1: age collect money? I mean, Chef, the word amateur is the reason why we have such inflated salary of college football coaches. The word amateur is the reason why conferences in college football are signing billion-dollar contracts while kids... The labor of the kids on the field don't get they don't get paid. The word amateur has been used for so many years. It's about to be done away with. And here is an example of where an amateur golfer, amateur that is, who because he is a certain age and because he's labeled an amateur, Ursula, he's not entitled to get all the money. I know. Can you imagine how frustrating that is? But he shares
2: something with a, another great golfer. Apparently, Phil Mickelson had the same thing, and so that was the big question: Would he be repeating that? And
3: Phil Mickelson doing okay these days? Yeah,
2: I was going to say Mickelson's doing okay, so I'm not too worried about him. So, what happens to the prize money then? Does it go to the second? <laughs> like, what happens?
3: I don't know. I actually don't know what happens to the prize money. I assume the PGA probably just keeps it. I don't. I don't they're probably well, donating it to charity.
2: Then be um, just not have him compete. Is it well, better not compete and and?
3: So if Not he if he, if he gives up his amateur status, he could collect the money, but then he wouldn't be able to compete on his college sports team. The whole idea of amateur athletes, as I understood it, is like, look, I don't want my 16-year-old child competing against LeBron James, who's the best in the world. It was supposed to sort out categories between those who are professional-level quality and those who are playing for the love of the game. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't want my kid playing against LeBron. Mm -hmm. But I guess if college teams have, you know, elite players that can be among the best in the world, they're already doing it. I don't know what
1: value the label has. Yeah. Don't worry. That label is going to be going away. This could be going away really soon.
3: I mean, the Olympic athletes can get paid now, right? Yep.
1: Yep. Very good point. Like this (laughs) in 50 years, like Matthew and Alice, when they're talking to their kids and their kids are going to be like, how in the world did you guys, how did they get away with stuff like that? And Matthew and Alice is going to
3: say, oh, I have. And you know what I'm going to be saying? What are you going to say? When some kid on Matthew's high school basketball team is being sponsored by the local car dealership, what world have we become?
1: What if it's your kid being sponsored by the local car dealership? Yeah, it's still weird. Okay.
2: <laughs> Man, you, you are going to have a tough time in sports, I'm going to tell you right now, because even little league teams have...
3: Oh, when you have an individual. No, when you have an individual athlete Uh, who's being sponsored. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why not?
2: I think, yeah, sadly, I think it's going to become much more common.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. By the way, that was a very good correlation with the Little League teams. That was was really good. Because it's true. It's It's happening. Mm -hmm. $10,000. Right now. No questions asked. Right now, if you have five minutes, you got five minutes to give up your phone for a month for $10,000. Will you do it? Mickey Gomez joins us next generously.
2: Excellent show on this January 23rd. Happy Tuesday to all of you. That's 41 and
1: years ago, that song.
2: Is that right? That's 42. That's, 40,
1: that's 41 years ago. Oh
2: my gosh, you were a big New Edition fan, right?
1: Heck yeah. Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ralph <laughs> Trasman. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. So the question you posed before the break was could you do without your cell phone for a month and would you be willing to go without it? and win or have the possibility of winning $10,000. Our friend, Mickey Gomez has looked into this. So there's a company that is offering Mm. this very thing.
0: Yeah, Siggy's Yogurt. They started a digital detox program and it became a contest. And so you can submit an essay, G, if you'd like, (laughs) and explain why you need this digital detox in your life. And uh, you have to explain why getting off that device would positively impact your life. Mm. You have to be 18 or older. Yeah. U.S. citizen. And then Siggy's uh, plans to uh, choose 10 lucky winners who will be notified by email. They'll they'll send you. They'll say, hey, you're getting the 10K. You're going to get a lockbox for your smartphone. A flip phone so you can still make phone calls because a right. lot of people don't have, you know. Landlines land anymore. Landlines anymore, exactly. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, a prepaid SIM card for one month. Uh-huh. And then they're going to send you some yogurt for three months. You know,
2: great, great marketing tool, by the way. Right, (laughs) right. Great, great marketing. Good good job. You
1: know, there's a lot of people. Of course, when this conversation comes up, you know, everybody likes to like, oh, gee, you couldn't do it, ha ha ha. But a lot of text messages have Mm -hmm. come in, and a lot of people saying, well, if I didn't have to work, and and if I didn't have this, and truth is, all of us now are tied to our phones. Yeah. Right? And I said, give me five minutes. Five minutes, can you give your phone up for 30 days right now? You would probably have to do something in those five minutes to prepare yourself for that to happen.
0: Well, how would I take pics? How would I take videos of my G, my daughter G, at her basketball games. How would I, you know what I mean? Recipes, directions, what would I do? But
2: remember, these were all things that we did do, and we were just fine, what, were 20 we? years ago or 25 years ago. Can you do it Can you do it?
0: Can you do it? For one month. Can if you? I
2: had to, I would, but, but I, I say that because I haven't had to do it. I say that as someone who has turn, actually turned back and gone back to my house after getting halfway here to work after realizing I didn't have my cell phone.
1: So, you, so that means you can do it right now. You could give up your phone for um, no, 30 days. No, it means
2: that I'm telling you that I, I, I say it, but I don't actually believe that I could do it. Now, there are a lot of people who are saying, well, for 10000 bucks, that's a good chunk of change, and I would do it. And then there are others who are saying that's just not enough. If I... <clears throat> I will I will join those who are saying if I didn't have to work where I do I could do it because otherwise I would just I would get online I would get I mean I mean we,
1: technically we can do this desk. job with our yes. cell phones.
2: Yes, it would we wouldn't be able to do it as conveniently. It would be mm-hmm. a much bigger convenience. So what would you miss most if you had to give up, Mickey? If you had mm-hmm. to give up your cell phone for 30 days. Mm-hmm. What would you miss most?
0: Like what would make you yeah. So I am able to call my best friend on WhatsApp. He lives in Portugal. And on you know random times during the day, I'll get the I'll, Oh my gosh, he's calling me. What time is it over there? Hello. And then he's in Lisbon. Yeah. And and I'm I'm video chatting with him, you know? And, and that would be hard to give up. It would be hard for me to get up, give up, you know, live streaming my daughter's basketball games yes. when my wife Andrea is working and she's sitting at the desk and she can't see she can't be there at the games. Those would be kinds of the yeah. Those would be things I would miss. What would be the hardest thing for
2: you to give up because I want to ask a different question after you answer.
1: I mean, I think that it would just be hard for me because I do everything on my cell phone. Even when I'm here at work, you really do. When I prepare for the show, yes, I prepare like I'll type something out on here and then I'll bring my iPad up and it'll just goes right to my iPad. I don't like to type regularly because I'm awful, I'm an awful typer. I told my uh, computer lit teacher back then in typing courses I'm like, I'm never gonna need typing. Well, I was wrong. So I text for everything. So I would miss that. But I but I would tell you this. I could do it before you could do it. <laughs> I could get rid of my cell phone before you could, Ursula. Uh,
2: okay, what makes you say that? Uh, what makes you say that?
1: I'll, no, I'll tell <laughs> well, you. Looking, yeah, you ready? Uh, uh, yes, yes. Um, I'll be able to do the morning production meeting without being on the phone. I'll be here on time. Oh. 7 o'clock.
2: Oh, you, Oh, please. (laughs) Okay, well, I would be able to do it because I don't rely on my phone uh, to do all my prep like you do. I can actually do my prep Using a computer because I actually use a computer. No, no,
1: no, no, I'll just I just have to go back to my old school. I have to go back to my old school and print everything out and print it out and get the highlighter and then your phone addiction is worse than my phone (laughs) addiction. I know.
2: In fairness to me, in fairness to me, I'm usually sitting out in the um, in the parking lot when we do our our show meeting. Okay, question though: How would your life improve if you did not have your cell phone for a month?
1: It, um, mm. My together time with my wife would be better.
0: Yeah. Yes. That, Mine too. There, there's got to be more than that, though. Yeah. My wife is constantly playing those video games. I
1: don't, I don't think there's. I don't think there's anything else. Like, I don't think my my life would improve any other way. I think my my quality time with my wife would Which be improved. Is huge.
3: There's no other the part big, of
1: my life that would necessarily improve your okay, attention. No. What about your attention span, though?
3: Oh
2: right. my my attention span would improve my eyesight would improve my mm-hmm. eyesight has gone downhill oh, for, you know for what? oh my god oh
1: eyesight's bad and mm-hmm. I'll tell you what's yeah.
2: really really taken a hit mm. my sleep
1: yeah
0: wouldn't you miss cash app wouldn't you miss venmo <laughs> Wouldn't you miss online banking? Mm. Wouldn't you miss I don't, like, I all, those, like, all of those conveniences I ha- that yeah, we I have ha- on our cell phones? I have
1: that, and some of the people that owe me money still ain't paid. Mm. <laughs> so
0: the average person spends about three to 15 minutes, three hours to 15 minutes a day on their cell phones. Teens spend almost five mm. hours.
1: Yeah, but see, every I, Sunday. I think
2: if you, if you say out loud what it is that you would uh, benefit from, like how it would improve your life. I think your list would actually be longer than what you would miss.
3: Let me pitch you on that because about Mm -hmm. a month ago, we got rid of all screen time for Matthew and Alice. And it becomes this pressure release valve, right? Where there's a moment of angst or boredom or whatever. We all jump to our screens and we have had better family time in the last month than we've had in years. Just because instead of your brain saying, oh, I can do this thing, you have to be present and think of, okay, what am I going to choose to do in this moment with these people who are around me? Mm
1: -hmm. So since we're talking about it every Sunday, Mm -hmm. you guys know if you have an iPhone, you get that, what your screen time was for the week, for last week.
0: I get it on my Android. So what did you say the average was? Three hours and 15 minutes for adults, five hours for teens.
1: Okay, So I have pulled mine up and go ahead and guess. What do you guys think that my average screen time is for the day is? So you said three hours. Mm -hmm. Ursula, go ahead and take a stab at it. I have it up, pulled up right here. Seven hours.
3: Okay. Yeah, I was going to say 54 for the week, probably about eight and a half.
0: Mickey? I'm going to go low. I'm going to say $1. Of course, (laughs) Of course, of course,
1: of course, Ursula nails it. What? Ursula nails it. (laughs) Literally nails it. (laughs) Well done. That's because mine's about there, too. (laughs) I I mean, Ursula, you nailed it. (laughs) Seven
2: hours, 16 minutes.
1: Wow. Mickey, thank you. You're welcome. Great topic. I I wonder if people are going to take this topic home and have this discussion at the dinner table. I hope so. Uh... Have you guys eliminated cell phones at the dinner table yet? Yes, we
0: have. And and then this story came up, and we all pulled our cell phones out at the dinner table to, to compare how many hours we spent on the phone. Thank I you. won.
1: All right. Good stuff. Thank Love you, Mickey. It. Your text messages, feedbacks, and then we'll have Ursula's words to live by. It's He He was on his phone. (laughs) No, no, that's not what happened. Oh, okay. Wait. I I just went, everything was great. We're having a great show. Yes. And uh, I had a notification pop up on my phone. I ignored it. I didn't even pay attention to it. I figured I'd look. And then Chef goes, Do we have a meeting today? (laughs) After work? And I'm like, Oh. And then. I just kept saying, that. Then, oh.
2: then your mood from 9 o'clock hour came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Oh my time gosh. for the text messages. One thing that hasn't changed in 2024. We're mm. <laughs> way too open. <laughs> okay. You start us all first. Uh, the, the State House passed a ban on natural gas in new buildings. Michael in... Let's make that clear. A ban on natural gas for new houses and new construction. Michael in Maple Valley says, when you have a 401k, you diversify it. Why? Because if one thing fails, you have something to back it up our power grid should be the same. I think moving everything to one power grid that's already old is just going to be a disaster.
1: 360 says, I live in Olympia and I have a gas stove and gas heat. When the power goes out, we don't freeze. We can't use the oven, but the top of the stove works. Gas is cleaner than a wood stove.
2: Uh, Regarding a sales tax increase or a cut in government salaries, Ty and Milton says, you guys are completely right. Having worked for the city of Seattle in different departments for years, I know firsthand how much time is wasted and how there are lazy people in all departments if you guys only knew it's mind boggling i'm trying to be careful here the people working at home are enjoying an extended high priced vacation Mm. if that's not the case for you i'm not talking about you
1: yeah Ernie's text didn't make it in there, huh? Uh, A potential sales tax increase for public safety. 253 says a new tax won't do anything to help hire more police officers when you can't find anyone who wants to be a police officer. Kent is at full staffing because police officers left other police departments to go to Kent for more money. All of the police departments are constantly trying to outbid each other for the always shrinking pool of people who want to be a police officer.
2: That is a good point too Uh, and we need to do a much better job of recruiting new talent. Uh, Should parents have to buy a seat for their little kids specifically under the age of two on an airplane? Marie from Muckletio says, Absolutely, you should have to buy a seat for any aged child. I don't want the kids kicking feet, dirty, sticky fingers, screaming, squirming, miserable mess right next to me. Sure, maybe it's just a 15-pound kid, but much more likely a bigger annoyance. Sorry, we always bought our kids a seat. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Paul, wow! She got personal. Yeah, Paul and Dupont says yes. Kids should have to have their own seat. If the parents can't afford the seat, they should not be on the plane. Oh my gosh! And then Steve, if that
2: little kid keeps kicking my seat, he is going to hit the ceiling. Oh no!
1: I I want (laughs) to. I want to ask something. Is there anything that makes you want to go? I mean nuts, more than when a little kid is kicking the back of your seat. Yes, it could be on a is. plane, anywhere. <laughs> yes. It is, and you and you want to turn around, but you remember you've had kids before, and they've made that mistake. Yeah. Oh.
3: You can still turn around.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what bugs me more? What? Someone, and this is not me, before you accuse me of being this person, yeah, someone who... Starts talking and then doesn't stop when you've made everything clear that you want to stop talking. I love conversations.
3: Is this projection?
2: Uh, You need to to know when to stop. No, I'm talking about on a plane. Okay. Could you live? (laughs) (laughs) Could you live without your phone for a month, Uh, especially for $10,000? Brian in Arlington says, keep your 10K. It's an integral part of being a part of today's society. I want to be a part of my times, man.
1: Our good friend Joe in Bellingham says, I was without a phone for a couple weeks one time. It was incredible. The benefit? Reduced screen time, increased focus on real-world interactions, improved mental well-being, and a break from constant connectivity. I didn't realize how disconnected I was with the truly important things because I was too connected to this device. Wow,
2: that's great. Serene says, without my cell phone, I would really miss FaceTiming my son while out of state in college. We connect once a week and I love seeing his face. I get it. Plus, my daughter sends me silly videos and they
1: are priceless. Mm, Good stuff. All right, Ursula, it's time. It's time for your Um, Words to Live By, brought to you by Wilcox Farms.
2: (laughs) I love this quote from Lisa Prosen. Don't ask me why I picked it, but it just felt right. Mm. It is not your job to fix other people. You can't fix them. You can only change the way you live and the way you respond to life. Decide instead to have all the traits that you wish to see in others, and then you will be generating your own brand of happy.
1: Big facts. Yes. Big facts. Yo, I said it the other day. If you want world peace, start inside first. Oh, my gosh. I Come saw on, that. Yep. be the change. Come on, the change. no, no, that's that's real though. No, we it is. we spend true. a lot of our times wanting certain people to act this way and be this way. You know what? Now I feel better
3: luck keeping it above. Ursula, right. let's go. <laughs>
2: going, out, going out strong. Yes.
3: Nick. <laughs> well, who's reviving shopping malls from running out of time? It's my fellow Gen Z homies turning backs on Amazon Prime, going into stores and buying goods in person. You might ask. Maybe it's the instant access or finding clothes that fit the task. And while younger groups of people might not give up all these malls, they're surprisingly more likely to give up cell phones and all their calls. <laughs> And even for $10,000, that's a daring task. I don't think some extra yogurt helps convince in this request.
1: I just feel so naked without my phone. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Gen Z can't do it for uh, sure. Yeah. They don't know anything thing. Uh, TC texted in, Ursula, and okay. said, I thought Ursula was the one who loves chatting people up. I do. Up.
2: That's why oh, I said. <laughs> I'm not talking about my, my chat. I, I think I read people's cues pretty well. And okay. I'm not going to keep talking when, you, when your eyes are shut and you're trying to like turn your back toward me. I get it. <laughs> well, you literally shun are, people? There are people. No, there are people. I'm, I'm talking you about this, your back? my trip back from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. The guy in the middle seat, I'm telling you, he didn't get the cues. And, you know, I was devastated. I mean, I was coming back a <laughs> just a not in a good headspace. And he just kept wanting to talk. I'm like...
1: Imagining the this smile on your no. face. No. But, but, but there, the thing is, Ursula, there's no proper way to shut that person up. No. there's no because way you on can a, do it.
2: A 14-hour flight and it's yeah. uncomfortable.
1: Other than by saying, "Hey, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some. <laughs> I'm gonna get some Z's now. Thank you. Gotta whip out the earplugs." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, True. Or, uh, what, what was Excuse that? Me? What'd you say? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ursula. Appreciate thank it. You. Chef, uh, thank you. Chef, uh, thank you. See you and Ursula here in about uh, five minutes. And thank you, Nick. I appreciate you. Uh, coming up next, the Jack and Spike show comes up. Make sure you hang around. Stick around for those guys. Those guys are great. We appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody.